This is Heavy Conversation with Bruce and Jody, a podcast where we talk about being a big guy in today's world. I'm Bruce. And I'm Jody. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Jody. Hey, Bruce. All right. Are you one of those kind of guys that you find a piece of clothing and you hold on to it forever and ever? Um, if it's a, yeah, I, I mean, I have quite thing, a, yeah, a good uh, thing you like. I have lots of, well, I have a big closet. Sure. So I have a lots of a kind of, there's like the front of the closet that I wear mm-hmm. regularly. And then there's lots of stuff that's kind of like either kind of maybe seasonal or. Right. I might either go up or down again in size and maybe, so you've got maybe some someday things. I might wear it again. Yeah. So I recently purged almost everything that I, that I had. I oh, just geez. like, I had, I had a bunch of clothes laying around things that I was like, well, I'll wear that sometime. I'm sure. Or you, you know, people send things, brands send things in oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I get rid and I just, the stuff would sit around. So I got rid of it. I was able to donate some of it to some people who could use it. Yeah. yeah. And, um, one of the things that I noticed as I was doing that is that I had a ton of basics that were past their prime. Oh, yes. By yes. basics, I mean, you know, underwear, undershirts, things like that. I thought maybe today we could talk a little bit about um, getting back to basics, like uh, yeah. getting those things out, maybe uh, how often you should look at uh Getting new things, uh, yeah. when you should get rid of the old stuff, because I have definitely been in that place where I've been the guy who's held on to something until, until it will catch fire apart. when you're yeah. wearing it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So I think, I mean, I think a lot of guys, I'm probably included in that kind of hold on to my socks and underwear until they get holes in them and whatever sure. i mean every every laundry day or whatever whenever i do laundry like when i'm folding socks yep. if anyone any of them are even sort of slightly like if, if they have a hole they instantly go nice you know like if they're starting to get thin i try to just get rid of them because they're you know so that's a good rule of thumb you know just when you're i mean that's the you know it's the best time to you're got to sort through them anyway so you might as well you know instead of going through and doing a, a mass purge right a massive purge of everything i just sort of do it on a rolling on basis a, re- a regular basis yeah. and then you know either run to target or wherever and you know get another bunch of socks and that's kind of my thing with my socks i nice i've seen i've seen i've read articles where they where they say that if you are that you should be switching this stuff out, getting rid of these things on a yearly basis. Mm-hmm. Now, for some things I can agree. You know, if you have something that you're wearing all the time, an undershirt that you're always wearing, yep. it might be time to switch out, get rid of it. Try something, you know, get something new. Uh, socks, if they're if they're worn through, if you got a toe sticking out, it's time. Mm-hmm. It's time. Well, it's beyond time. I think, sure. I, you know, I think there's even something with, like, the cushioning in the socks, too. You know, like, mm-hmm. when they start just get worn down, they're not really doing much for you. Right. They're supposed to be providing some sort of protection and comfort for your foot. Right. You know, I think it can kind of goes a long way to. Yeah. And I have like, I have t-shirts that sometimes I'll sleep in, especially mm-hmm. when it's cooler yeah. or whatever. And, uh, you're I, one of those. Yeah. And I've got some I get th- strangled if I try to wear a shirt. So. Well, it used to be. So I don't know why this is, but as I've, I don't know if it's me getting older or whatever, but as I've, I've noticed that I, I used to sleep shirtless cause that was 
you know, my preferred way. I get hot as hell and mm-hmm. want to cool off. But now I, I've noticed that I get hotter and I overheat more when I when I'm not wearing a shirt. And when I have one, I'm more comfortable. Okay. And it seems to regulate my temperature more. And I don't know why that is. Do you not have the blanket on you as much? Maybe? I, I yeah. still have the blanket on mm-hmm. me, and it's uh, I don't know I don't know what the deal is. There's no rhyme or reason to that, okay. but. You know, maybe subconsciously, maybe. sleep expert could help with that and tell me what the hell's going need on. We one of those. We do. We do. I We're just a sleep expert. I need a sleep expert. But uh, I've noticed that, yeah, I've got some t-shirts that I, you know, I'll, I'll wear to bed sometimes or um, I wear them when I'm doing chores or running around, running errands, that kind of thing. And I will hold on to them way too long. I've got one shirt that was from a company picnic at a job I used to work at. And it's like, <laughs> it's like 2015 yeah. and it's, uh, you know, it's in bad shape, but I've held on to it cause I like it. I like the way it fits, you know, I like the way it looks, but, uh, it's one of those where if you have something that even when you wash it, it still kind of smells like you, it's hmm. probably time for it to oh, go. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, so I think, I just do, like I said, I do it a more on a rolling basis. I don't want to have to, I, I mean, obviously I'm in the underwear business, so I have, I constantly have an influx of new underwear coming in a lot. So sure. I literally just the other day we did laundry and I was trying to put my underwear back in the drawer mm-hmm. and I was like pushing oh them my down, God. I'm like <laughs> shoving it down to get the door closed or the drawer uh, closed. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. Okay, I think I probably need to go through this drawer because, you know, I just put the right. new ones on the top. Yeah, right. And then forget about the ones that are down, buried. Cycle through. Yeah, they're yeah. going to turn back into, I don't know what, but. Right. So I think it's about time for me to go through that and, you know, start purging some of the underwear or whatevering them. Yeah. Right. Um, but I do want to talk a little bit about what are we doing when we're getting rid of our socks and underwear. Hmm. Like, are you just throwing them away? Are you recycling them into, you you know, you can, there's those places where you can like, they turn them into like insulation or they do, they recycle them into whatever they, yeah, they like grind or shred them up and turn them into things. But a lot of times with my socks, I turn them into like dusting rags. Oh yeah, sure. I do that because you can just put your hand in there and like. Yeah. Dust things. I like to do Makes that. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, ooh, or you can turn socks into dog toys or pet toys. Oh, okay. Like, you know, just right. tie knots in them and Bucket likes to play tug of war with them. Or I like that. You throw it and he likes to go fetch them. Hey, that's awesome. They're cheap dog toys. Huh. Not my underwear. My, yeah, just right. my socks. Just your socks. Or your yeah. t-shirts, I yeah. guess. Socks and underwear, I, I tend to just kind of throw, I throw out. <laughs> I honestly hadn't uh, considered that there were other uses for those things especially since if i if i'm getting rid of socks it's usually because they're just like torn <laughs> up yeah beyond now i will say that the clothes that i got rid of uh, when i did this recent purge uh, they were able to go to someone who really who really needed clothes who didn't have anything and mm-hmm. i mean it was a ridiculous haul of yeah i remember seeing stuff. all the bags here yeah and i was like wow yeah and so it was it was kind of a it was a wardrobe you know wardrobe starter for for somebody who really needed it. Yeah, so, so that's, there were some... Depending, were, yeah, depending on the condition of the items, right. I think, yeah, there's... There were socks in there for sure. Yeah, donation. Yeah. I mean, I, I know, like, uh, what is it, like Goodwill and all those places, they don't take that kind of stuff. But. Right, right. So that's always the thing is, like, you know, with worn underwear, I feel weird about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Goodwill isn't going to take it, then 
do I yeah. really want to give it to this, you know, here? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's also um, 100% cotton underwear can become one with your garden via compost. What? Yeah. You can compost your, your underwear? Uh, the 100% cotton underwear, okay. you take off the elastic bands off the top and the you know the legs wow. and you can compost it <laughs> it's amazing yeah put it back into the ground i'm gonna have to try it yeah <laughs> interesting i mean i'm all about yeah you know no, reduce I'm... reuse recycle kind of stuff i right. big all about composting it's great for your garden but i've never composted my right I, well i don't really have a lot of 100 percent cotton sure anything right. really yeah maybe yeah. t-shirts i guess yeah, i guess so yeah yeah but that's an option. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. It also, it says um, you can drop off tech to, uh, to a textile recycling center. Um, while old undies may not be a great gift, they can be processed for reuse in furniture, insulation, and for other purposes. Contact your local council or recycling center to inquire whether textile recycling is available in your area. That's interesting. Just the idea of taking that stuff and using it for like insulation. Yeah, they I grind mean, it, it up. I mean, they you know they clean it, do sure. all the stuff, and it's made into furniture stuffing. Huh. I mean, yeah. They're like, why does this couch smell like ass? <laughs> no. <That's-> <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's but I think it's, a, you know, it's kind of an important thing because, you know, we throw out so much and it's just piling up in landfills. Right. We got to find ways to. Yeah. Be smarter about reduce it. Reduce our yeah. impact on everything. So. Yep. I but, like that. But yeah. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's break into our Uh-oh. beer. Oh, what is this one? So this week that's we are sneaky. doing. Yes. Uh, this week we are doing uh, a beer from Fort George Brewing. Uh, it's called Suicide Squeeze, and it is a special edition <laughs> India Pale Ale. It is a collaboration between Fort George and Suicide Squeeze Records. And, uh, yeah, so Suicide Squeeze is a record label. Um, you can go to Suicide Squeeze Net. Is that .net? Yes, that's .net. So there's no, <laughs> there's no dot there, but yes. SuicideSqueeze.net slash Fort George spelled out F-O-R-T-G-E-O-R-G-E, to download a free music sampler. Yes. So uh, this is, uh, it's in a gold can. It's got a cool snake on it, uh, which I'm guessing is maybe like the Suicide Squeeze logo Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. like that. Uh, You know, the snake doing the Suicide Squeeze. Uh, It says, drink fresh, do not age, unfiltered, expect sediment at the bottom of the can, and it is a 7.2% beast. It is very hoppy. That's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. Ooh, it smells just like a hop. It's just like <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm like, um, it has mosaic amarillo and citra hops, front loaded with organic two row barley, Ooh. and paired with deep cuts of specialty malt. Suicide Squeeze IPA is a well rounded experience. I like that. Ooh-wee. That is potent. Yep. Ooh, that's good. That's good. I, I'm yes. Count me in. Mm. It's been it's been a little bit since I had a good IPA. Wow. So I, I speaking of drinking misadventures, I went on a oh, trip. What? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I went on a trip, and I ended up at a tiki bar. Oh yeah. And happened to be at this tiki bar. I was having a great time enjoying a couple drinks and I saw that they had this thing called a scorpion bowl and it's like one of those big bowls 
uh, with like a fishbowl. Yeah, like oh, a fishbowl. Okay. You know, you get it, you share it with people. So, uh, <laughs> a buddy and I, we were sharing this thing, and uh, you, you, when you drink this, you don't, know, you can't tell. It's like juice. It's mm-hmm. like juice. Yep, those are the dangerous ones. And I know better because in my younger <laughs> you're, days, you're old? Yes. yes, in my younger <laughs> days, I went to a party where they made a concoction that was very similar. <clears throat> they put a lot of fruit in it, and I. Um, being the young fool that I was, ate a lot of the fruit. Oh, yeah. That's the best part. And drank a lot of the, the drink. And um, when I woke up the next day, it wasn't good. I was covered in Sharpie, and it was just a whole oh. horrible, yeah, yeah, horrible experience. So I thought, well, you know, it's been a long, long time, long time since anything like that's happened. Let's give this a try. So uh, I drank, you know, we, we, we decimated this uh, scorpion bowl. And went about the rest of the night, kind of went to a few other places, realized that um, uh, when I got up the next morning that uh, 40 cannot, a 40 year old man cannot handle yeah. doing that. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be another couple decades before, uh, you know, when I forget you this forget again. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I don't think I'll ever forget no? that. No. Cool. I know the really cheap liquor that they put in that and all the sugars that they put in that. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the, I would probably not get out of bed for two days after one of those. I had to fly the next morning. Uh So I got up and I was just not feeling great. Um, luckily I did get better by the, by the afternoon and I just realized that, you know, okay, that's, that time has passed. (laughs) So, but man, it was fun. It was, it was good while I was drinking it. Okay. Well, that's good. So there we go. Yeah. Um, what else do we have to talk about? So, so we've talked, you know, we've talked about kind of getting rid of, of some of those things. But um, what about getting new basics? Like, okay. what do you need? Uh, what what should you have? We should probably start with underwear. Okay. Because we have an underwear professional here. Where? Uh, oh, that's oh, you. Oh, yes. Oh, me, oh, me, me, me. So um, are there, and I don't know if there's even anything like this, but are there like numbers? So are you like, should you have a pair of underwear for every day? Should you, how do you? Well, it de- I guess it depends on how often you do laundry. Mm. I mean, I, I have way, probably way too many. Sure. Because I, you know, I have. An underwear business. I have an underwear do business that will, you know, keep me stocked. But I think you need a fresh pair for every day, you know, you, and sure. then you need, you know, I think you need more than seven pairs of underwear. Makes sense. Because you never know whatever you're going to not be able to do laundry. Right. Or you need to change your underwear or you have a special event coming up. You need different underwear or fun. Because I know a lot of people say that Bearskin are like they're they're going out underwear or they're like special underwear or whatever. You know, so like you have like your maybe your more basic basics underwear. Maybe your 100% cotton stuff that maybe you wear every day. And then you have your more premium underwear that you might wear on a date or going out or whatever, whatever. Your funderwear? Funder. Oh, yes, Lord. I know. Uh, you were saving that one. I'll week. be here all week, folks. Okay, all right. Yeah, so, you know, I think, I, I guess it just kind of depends on your lifestyle and you sure. know, how often you're doing laundry, but right. you need to have maybe a couple weeks worth of stuff that you can... Make sense. Yeah. Okay. Because I know my, my schedule is pretty crazy. Sometimes laundry doesn't get done. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> right. I'm like, well, I got plenty of underwear, so I'm You're good. You're well stocked. I'm good to go. <laughs> right, right. I think uh, undershirts are uh, another another big thing. And I, I think that uh, with undershirts, it's there are a lot of reasons to have a good undershirt. Mm-hmm. For me, when I'm wearing a button-down shirt or anything that's a bigger 
that's a you know a, a bigger, more substantial type of shirt, I want an undershirt under it. I mm-hmm. need something that's going to absorb sweat, mm-hmm. uh, that's going to manage that. And in a lot of cases, a really good trick is if you have a button-down shirt that maybe doesn't fit quite perfectly or stretches between the buttons, you mm-hmm. get those gaps mm-hmm. uh, around the stomach or yeah. in the chest. If you have an undershirt that is a similar color or the same color, those things don't stand out as much. Yep. And it's a good way to make that work without having to you know, buy a brand new shirt that maybe yeah, you can And it also helps um, extend the life of the dress shirt or the mm-hmm. other shirt because you're not sweating into it or you're not getting your sure. oil, your, your body oils onto it and right. whatnot so it doesn't discolor your shirt all yeah. that kind of stuff it helps you know keep your dress shirts looking a little nicer yeah yeah so yeah. it's a it's a good idea i i personally don't wear undershirts or whatever i just mm. i get too warm i'm yeah. like i'm running around too much normally I have to manage the sweat. Like it, it yeah. like I'm not I'm not a super heavy sweater, but when I do, if I get sweaty, especially if I'm wearing like a, a button down or something and it gets sweaty on the oh, yeah. side rolls or on yeah. the back, my like my my idea of hell is I, I will die and you know, I, I will go and I will be wearing a button down shirt that is sweaty and wet in the back and it comes off your back and then it comes on your back and it's wet and cold yep, and yep. it's a horrible nightmare hellscape. Yeah, in the summer that's, that happens. Yes, yeah. that's my idea of a nightmare right there. Okay, so okay. Uh, I have to wear an undershirt to take care of that. Maybe I should try to do that more in the summertime because I do yeah. really hate that. It works well for big guys yeah. because, you know, especially if you do sweat and you're wearing... Some kind so of do you do you do a cotton shirt or do you do like a moisture wicking performance shirt? No, no, I, I don't do moisture wicking. I, I just go with the cotton with a basic okay. shirt because I'm looking for something. I, I will have um, I'll have a white shirt, a yeah. white t-shirt. Uh, I've got a I've got like a, a dark or a navy blue. I've got black. Yeah, you got it depending on what shirt you're wearing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So having different things that kind of fit with whatever I'm going to be wearing that's important. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, so I go I go for that. I think okay. undershirts can uh, can save the day in a lot of cases. I think I'm going to have to try and figure that out. I just always thought I'm like I'm so warm as it is. I don't want to add another layer. But mm-hmm. yeah, I never thought that that. Sure. I tell people all the time about it, but I don't even take my own advice. So. <laughs> right. Well, that's worth a try. Yeah. Worth a try. I think that having some jeans and pants that work for different uh, uh, occasions. Mm-hmm. So I've got a couple pairs of, of jeans that are like my go-to for yeah. hanging out for whatever. If yep. I'm just if I, I just want to be casual, uh, I've got some that are a little a little more put together. I've got you know kind of a higher end sort of denim. Yeah, look. I, that, I definitely have. My like hanging out at home, right. the dog can jump on me, whatever jeans. Yeah. And then my jeans that I'm like, no bucket, get off you can't be on I'm my lap. I'm trying to look fancy. You here, can't be bucket. on my lap right now. Right. Your dog hair and your little paw prints don't right. go with my outfit right now. But yeah. yeah. I think that is definitely I think you need to have you know, your essentials like all the time. And either going to work or whatever you do all the time sort of stuff. It's the same with pants. You yeah. know, like for, for me, I, I generally, I've got dress pants. I don't wear a lot of dress pants, but I do like to wear chinos. Mm-hmm. They're a little more casual. They look good. They fit well. Uh, that is kind of a thing that I'm going for. And I'm finding that I like wearing those more casually now yeah. than I used well, to. They, they, yeah, they definitely are 
a relaxed feel. Mm-hmm. Um, people always kind of assume that those are like business, ca- like going right. to work stuff. But I think you can definitely wear khakis or chinos or whatever, just on a more casual basis. Right. That's uh, that has kind of been my goal over the last few years is like with my suits, especially if I can find a way to not have to wear a uh, tie with mm-hmm. a suit, I will do that. So I've got some really cool uh, button down shirts yeah. that that work under with my suits. And I just I button them all the way up. I button the neck and just don't do the tie. and It looks great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I actually have noticed you do that. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah, that is that's definitely a thing that uh, that I try to go for i just i don't like ties i mean i just i don't they, I, take, they take some getting used to <laughs> yeah i can do i can do like one knot and that's that's it and it just i don't know i don't i don't like having something constricting my neck so there's that yes i agree so i think i think having those kind of things and even if you're thinking about another i don't know if it's a basic but it should be a foundation of your outfit is having a suit you know at least having you one. have to have at least one suit you never know it i i Every I swear, every day someone comes in and is like, I need a suit for tonight. And I'm like, what? <laughs> How <Yeah>. do you... <laughs> hard hard to get one day of and make yeah, that work. Yeah, make it like, I'm like, well, this day of, this is what you get. Right. You know, and it it doesn't, like, there are not, not every guy is an off the rack suit person. Certainly. So it's really hard to do that, like... What do you... Uh, what kind of what are your alterations that have to be done with a suit? Well, I mean, every um, pro, like I like depending on the suit, I like my legs, the pant legs to be more tapered on the bottom, not quite so baggy. Same. It just depends on the brand. I do. I like I bought a bunch of Michael Kors suits because they're a little bit more tapered, right? A little bit more fitted. But, you know, you do sides in on the jackets to give it a little bit more fitted. Sometimes you need your sleeves done. Yes. It's like sleeves and hems are like the biggest thing we do all the time i've got the t-rex arms yeah. so i've always got to have they've got to take those down and make it so that they work and sometimes that can't happen day of right right so yeah yeah having a suit that fits that's you know or at least pretty darn close mm-hmm. is essential have you ever had alterations go wrong like they do a little too much or something um i per- no i haven't personally had any of that like, I have I've had other people that have marked them incorrectly on people and that happens, but I've got a couple uh suit jackets that I've worn in the past where the arms they're like, okay, well it does need to be shorter. And then you get like a like oh, a yeah. half half sleeve. Oh you yeah. Know? Like so three, then you've three got, quarter sleeve. Yeah, suit. so then you've got too much like uh <laughs> dress shirt showing. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, or um or I will get um uh, I'll get the the jacket where it's brought up and it's too short. Oh lordy! And so it's like the it's like the founding father half shirt, you know, half jacket kind of thing. Oh, I mean, so, that's a look. Yeah, the Washington. Oh the, yeah, the Jefferson. I don't know, something like that. It's 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 it is a look. <laughs> it is a look. So making sure that you, if you get things altered, that that you're you are going to a place that's reputable or the store that you're buying it from that they can handle those alterations yeah. is usually the best way to do it. Yeah. I haven't had any crazy stories about that. So Yeah. <clears throat> I think there are a lot of other things. I mean I'll just kinda lightning around a couple things out here. Just uh um, you know, having a good pair of sneakers that yep. you can do is like casual sneakers is very good. Um uh, another a pair of dress shoes that's kind of an all around 
uh, sort of dress shoes. So not something that's like ornate and insane. No, just a basic, <laughs> either like a like a wingtip shoe or sure. just a basic um, like cap toe, anything. Just a basic black and brown shoe is always important. That's black that, or brown, not black and brown. That actually, that's <laughs> another thing is that if you are going to have one suit, go for a blue. Like a mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. a navy, right? Yeah. I mean, so a darker blue. It's going to work for just about everything yeah, and that you would do. Yeah, yeah. So I, those those are good. So you've got your you got your sneakers and your shoes. Uh, I feel like having a boot is nice, but that's you know yeah, that's just are, me. That's nice. Yeah, that is uh, above and beyond. Um, shorts, you know, as we're getting into this warmer weather, having some shorts that work for you. Another trick with your shorts is. When you're looking for big and tall shorts, the problem that I run into personally, and I think a lot of big and tall guys, is that their shorts are too long. They go way past oh, yeah, your knee. Yeah. Uh, they don't look quite right. It's it's not good. Yeah. So the problem is that there aren't a ton of places that do short shorts for bigger guys. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for that, you might want to consider getting those things altered to work for you. It's a little above and beyond kind of your, your basics sort of thing. Like we're talking about here, but if you're going to wear it all summer and it's going to be something that's going to work year round, right. Then then having this and doing this is worthwhile. I think having a good tailor is a huge thing and it'll make all of this stuff better. And there are some people that I know where they get everything tailored to make it work for them. Yeah, absolutely. We, we do a considerable amount of tailoring for people on a regular basis. You know, it's like, oh, I just buy these and I always get them, what I, you know, whatever. Like, I yeah. love these pants and I just have this done every time. Right. Yeah. So, it, those are some of the basics that I that I have. I think, um, you know, it's, it's about finding looks that are going to work for you, making sure that you're covered for almost every occasion, especially the regular day-to-day kind of stuff that comes up. Mm -hmm. Have the clothes that you need, make sure they fit you, and you're going to be good to go. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's important. Just be prepared. Don't, like, don't wait till the last minute to do, you know, get the things that you might need. Just have a a basic suit, have your essentials, a good pair of denim, nice shoes, you know, that... even Even if you don't wear them all the time, it's something that you can slip in once in a while to your wardrobe and, you know, just have fun with it. I think that's kind of the basic thing. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. So, uh, thing of the week. Uh, yeah, it's been a long, interesting week and, uh, here we are. I, I am, so I am attempting to disconnect from all of the insanity that's going on okay. by embracing the fact that we are coming into spring and that I can ride my bike again. Oh, yes. And I've been getting out the last few days, getting out and riding, and it's so much fun. And the fact that I uh, have a bike that will hold me is another thing. So shout out to Zeiss Bikes, Z-I-Z-E Bikes, who they make bikes that work for heavy people. Mm -hmm. I have, uh, the bike that I have is called a New Leaf 2.0, I believe. And it is... um, Rated to hold up to 550 pounds. Um, it has reinforced tires that uh, have the uh, the run flat stuff, so they'll you know they'll seal up. Um, the actual frame of the bike is uh, made in a specific way to hold bigger people. 
the bike that I have actually has a motor on it. It's not something that I use all that often, but man, I love having it because one of the things that I find is as I'm getting out and I'm riding, I'm enjoying riding and I'm having a good time. But oh yeah. We live in a hilly place. Yeah. yeah. And there are some pla- there's some hills that I come to and I'll be like, all right. I've made it a quarter of the way, and I'm about to start rolling backwards. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you, you can hit that, that and on go. And right. And, and so you're still able to pedal with that yeah, with the like, what motor is it, on. A power assist or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And, and so it's it's a really cool way to, to kind of get into riding, especially if you haven't been that active in a long time and you get out there. Yeah, it's yeah. easy to be nervous about, am I going to be able to do this? Yeah, am I going to be able to get back or right. whatever yeah it allows you to kind of do that and i am a big proponent of physical activity for the love of it mm-hmm. enjoying yeah, having fun with yeah it. I'm, it's doing not, something that you enjoy doing and right yeah i'm not counting calories i'm not trying to you know hit a specific weight or anything like that i don't care about that stuff yeah. what i do care about is uh, being allowed to enjoy being active yeah because one of the things that i found is my body tells me that it wants some of that stuff or when oh, yeah. I do those things, I like it. Yeah. And that's something that I didn't realize for a long time. Yeah, you definitely, that, I feel like such a, a mood boost. It makes a big difference. And you know, just, yeah. And I think <clears throat> that, I think that we are, we are told as bigger people that, uh, you know, we're told that we're not worthy because we're big, yeah. but then we're also told when we try to work out that we're not doing enough, that we can't, we can't hang, we can't do it at this certain level. And so we're discouraged from doing this stuff anyway. Yeah. So for me, for a long time, I stayed away from all of it. So the fact that I can get on the bike and I can go out and really enjoy myself, it's awesome. Yeah. So that's cool. That's the thing for me. I need to get a bike so I can actually start doing that. I keep talking about doing it. I really want to do like a bike meetup, like a Ooh. bike group, a cycling. I, I don't want to say cycling because then I'm thinking about putting on one yeah, of those, those onesies. And the, yeah, no. Uh, which apparently finding those things in, in extended sizes is very difficult. I can only imagine. But I, I'm not going to buy one of those. I want to put together a group <laughs> for people, for bigger people who yeah, just, just want to get do, out and ride uh, yeah. casually. Yeah. You know, just go... I mean, we're in a super, we're in one of the most bike friendly cities in the world, definitely in the country. Uh, and I want to ride with people who just want to get out and ride. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not trying to hit certain speeds. I'm not trying to do any of that. I just, I think it's fun. I want to do it for the fun of it. And it's a lot more fun to do it with somebody than it is alone. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That sounds, that sounds pretty cool. Um, so my thing is that, um, again, with all the craziness that's going on, I'm, I normally take the bus to and from work. Yes. Um, so we're actually looking at getting another car. Oh. So we're probably going to start. The one thing I kind of, I want something that's super economical, you know, gets really great gas mileage. I'm just, you know, driving to and from work and putzing around, whatever, nothing crazy. So I'm looking at the, I don't know if you know this car. seems like everyone does. It's a Lexus CT200H. I do not. It's just a little hatchback car. It's nothing crazy, but it gets 40, uh, what is it? 40 city, 43 city, 40 highway MPG. So it's like kind of a crazy fuel efficient car. They don't make it anymore. It's like, so this one's 
a few years old. I think 2017 or 2018 was the last one. Okay. But I need to go see if I can get my butt in it. Nice. Ooh, that's always so. The thing. I'm like, I like the car. I've seen it around a little bit now that I, you know. As soon as you just like start thinking about a car or whatever, you see it everywhere. Or as soon as you buy a car, you see it everywhere. Right. So now I'm like, oh, I've never really seen that car. And I'm yeah. like, oh, there's one, there's one, there's one. <laughs> yeah. So I think this afternoon, maybe I'm hoping we can go in. There's a couple around town. There's one up in Vancouver. There's one over in Beaverton. So we're going nice. to try and I got to go sit in it. You know, you got to do the in and out, get in and out, see how comfortable. But apparently they're pretty roomy. So nice. That, that's awesome. I I have found that like working working from home and living in Portland where tra- where like parking downtown is horrible. Yeah. I have this idea so uh, I have this thing in my head I should say. It's the this idea that having like a super small car would be like mm-hmm. that's what I want yeah, because yeah. functionally it, it, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to park anywhere you're like boom boom you yeah. get right in you're good to go. I like the idea but I but I think with a lot of those it's hard to are you going to be able to get in, in it and be comfortable and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, all of well, that? I'm used to like, we have like kind of a little SUV thing. So I'm used to kind of just getting in easy. And like I've gotten into friends' cars and I'm like, oh my God, I got to get way down. Help me. I got to get way down here to get in. And then I'm like, I can't. Yeah. And that's where I got to get out. I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of my thing. I'm like, I got to be able to get in and out comfortably. Yeah. Sit in it comfortably, that kind of stuff. So I really want a new car. Like I think about it all the time, but I'm not at a place where I can. Well, I know I'm not like super, but you know, the alternative is like taking Uber. When I say that I'm not at a place, I'm not at a place because my wife is like, no, (laughs) you have. Well, well, and I mean, financially there, there's that too, but you know, the wife, anybody will sell you a car, right? Yeah. But still, luckily the voice of reason. My, my AKA, lovely wife is like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, no, no, you need to stay with the yeah. same car you've had for seven years. So here yeah. I am. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Bjorn's been kind of pushing like, yeah, you know, because that's awesome. The alternative, like I said, is doing Uber, which is not expensive. Oh, God. Right. It's, it's like 20 bucks. A, it's crazy. Both way, you know. Yeah. So, for, you know, it totally makes sense for you because you're you're going long distances. So, well, I mean, it's not that, but it's an hour bus ride. That's oh, the thing, you know, yeah. so I'm like, Whoa. oh, that'll be a whole new world. 15 have... minutes to work. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm like, uh, yes, please. I can sleep in. So I love it. So wish, you got to tell us. Wish me luck yes. on the car hunt. You know, we're not getting anything. New. We have a new vehicle, so we don't need yeah. another brand new. A new to you a vehicle. A new to me, which is fine. Which is awesome. Yeah, That's always I don't fun. Care. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, let us know what you end up with. Yeah. All right. Well, that that does it. Um, you know, we've made I, it through another another, another week, one. and hopefully, hopefully, you're going to go out and get a whole new uh, foundational wardrobe or order one. Yes. Or can, order one. That's true. You can order from the comfort yeah. of your yep your computer. Home. <laughs> yes. Yep. So tell your friends about heavy conversations. Yes. Please share this episode with some of your f- friends that are maybe um, they need to update their essentials. Yes. Maybe you've noticed their holy socks yep. when they come over to visit or whatever. And follow us on social media at heavy convo. Yes. So you can follow us everywhere and tell us where you're, what essentials you need or if you need recommendations on if you need to get new essentials. Right. 
And uh, tell us about beers. You know, we obviously oh, yeah. drink a new beer each episode, and uh, we want your recommendations. I did get a recommendation that came in from someone that said uh, we should try a... There's a brewery in New York called... I think it was Grim Brewing. Okay. And they do they do a beer that you, you, you pour a glass of this beer, and then you add, like, bitters to it. Okay. And it, it gives it this entire insane flavor. Oh, well, I'll have to look I want some of that. I want right. some, you know. Grim bitter beer. Yeah. Right. I'll have to look and see if that's actually the name. We'll, we'll, that's all right. All right. Thanks, everyone. All right. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to Heavy Conversation. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcast. <laughs> Podcast.